Hello and welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Number 54. 54? Yeah. It seems a while since we've done one of these, but that's because we did two in a quick we session. And like we're going to do this time. Yeah, yeah. Again, you're, you're off travelling the world. What happens when you're a globetrotter? You kind of get to see lots of airports. It's ace. <laughs> <laughs> this time I did get to see some football as well, so um, which is good. You get to go to the World Cup and in drink some fizzy Brazilian lager. Um... But we are not drinking fizzy Brazilian lager today. No, we are drinking beer from down south. Down south? Indeed. Cool, blimey, Gavner, these ice creams. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that is a very... <laughs> wonderful stereotype in there. That, that is a link for anybody who ever used to watch the comic strip, the comic strip will get that joke. Um, but nobody else <laughs> will think that I'm mental. So, um, yeah, uh, so from where? Cheddar Ales? Yeah, this is from Cheddar Ales. Unsurprisingly, based in Cheddar Village, yeah, it's near Cheddar see, Gorge. Now, you see, the thing is for me, whenever I think of Cheddar, I think of Cheshire for some reason. And I know it's wrong. It, which is the wrong bit. It's down by Western Supermare. I know. But in deepest, darkest summer of sand. Yeah. It's just one of those things that I have this mental block that I always th- thought that like Cheddar and Cheddar Gorge was in Cheshire. I don't know why. No, it, you wouldn't think it's as south as it is. Okay, right. so um, open it up, crack it open, up. we'll start drinking and then you I'm can gonna, start talking. I'm going to open and you're going to pour Well, we're going to look at the bottle oh. first. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> so uh, this one looks like a bit of a gusher. That's um, Stephen attempting to save the beer. He could just pour it in, but... I'm trying to stop it going on the floor. I'm not bothered about saving <laughs> it, I'm more bothered about my floor. So... Yeah, very well carbonated, oh, this oh one. Jesus. God, he's, he's a fizzy I think one. we've used about uh, 30 mils to fill two glasses there. Yeah. No, it's definitely a very, very lively one. Um, yeah, label. What do we think of the label? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not inspired by the label. No. I'm really not. It just looks like another... Another supermarket 500 mil bottle winking yeah. at me next to, next to the... Next to all the others. Yeah. Uh, there's... There's nothing that specifically stands out for Which me. Which is a bit of a shame, because, first of all, it's an IPA, like IPAs. Second of all, like, it's a decent percentage IPA, so, you know, I, you would think that they would put a little bit more effort into it. Yeah. So what, do you, what do you think? For me, score? I'm, I'm five. It's just very middle of the road. Yeah. There's nothing particularly offensive about it. There's nothing that, that puts me off it. It's I, just nothing that makes me look at it. Either. I'm going to be a bit harder on it because I'm going to give it a four because I think it, it, it's so generic that it makes me sad. Right? I don't, I, I don't, we're going to find out in a minute from your notes, but I don't yeah. think Cheddar Ales are a massive brewery. No. I don't think that they're um, a conglomerate or owned by, yeah. you know. So it would be nice to see them. I'd like to do them something a little bit. Out there, and, and what they've done is they've gone into the supermarket. Everybody's doing that. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, they were founded in 2006 on Winchester Farm, which is just outside the village of Cheddar, by Jem Ham, which is a, a great name for a, a Somerset mm. farmer. Jem Ham. They've got. I like ham. We do like ham. Like I like beer. cheese as well, and cheddar and ham. They, they're lots they go of really positive, well together. There's lots of good positive images here, aren't there? There are. Um, He's got five fermenting vessels, which gives him up to 21 and a half barrels, which is not huge. Yeah. Sorry, that, sorry, that was 21 and a half barrels each. So in theory, that's 100 barrel a week capacity, which mm. is a lot. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know if we might have got the maths 
off there. It doesn't seem seems maybe more than you might expect. Yeah, maybe they are big. There, maybe that's why they're generic because they are. Um, it's a five-person team, okay. so not huge. Yeah. Um, they're big on the locality thing, so their water is from the Mendip Hills, which is where they're based. They've got malts from East Anglia, and mm. hops are predominantly from Herefordshire and Worcestershire. Uh, this is Goat's Leap, which is their IPA, 5.7% in bottle, 5.5% on cask. Okay, is that because of the bottle conditioning? Yeah, I think most. this is true of most bottled beers, it's just that yeah. they're, they're, they're quite nice, so they actually do say on, on the website which it, what the two would be, and make sure it's labelled up properly. Um, they've got malts are Marisota, Pale, Wheat, Crystal and Caramalt, yeah. and Golding Challenger and Fuggle Hops. It's called an English IPA. Now, I've got to say, what, what, if we think of the English IPAs we've had, we had that one from Durham. Which I liked a which lot. Which was delicious, wasn't yeah. it? Really good. Um, but anything else that called itself an English IPA? I think we have, but I, I don't think we were that keen. I think there was the proper job, wasn't that? Was we, we yeah. had from um, St. Hostel. Yeah. Which, which was, wasn't so, wasn't amazing. so great. Um, yeah, okay, so... Big, big issue then if they're 21 barrel per vessel. Um, I'm confused by this one. I'm going to have a moment of confusion because Ooh. I really like yeah. the bitterness. I really, really like that bitterness. Uh, surprisingly, I think they might have lived up to the brief in a sense. Yeah. I think it's very much an English IPA. Yeah. I think it's got a real lovely bitterness to it. It's a really nice... There's no stupid hops going on. You know, there, there are hops, but they're not ridiculous cat-wee hops. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, they seem fairly controlled, fairly well thought out together. Um, I, quite, I quite like it, if I'm honest. I, I like bits of it. I'm finding it a bit harsh. I can taste the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 5.7%. 5.7% ain't no lightweight though. You know? Yeah, but I was, I was having a 9.5% last night and it tasted less alcohol than this did. Meh. I, yeah. Or comparable at least, for me. It's amazing how fizzy it was at the start. It's gone flat very mm. quickly as well. It has. It doesn't seem to hold those bubbles. No, not at all. Mine is flat as flat can be. Mm. But, um, and the actual liquid itself, it doesn't taste... You don't taste that carbonation, are you? No, 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 no. Um, it's it's a mixture and a hodgepodge for me. I quite like elements of it, as you say. I really like the bitterness. I really like the hops in it. I think the hops are super interesting. I don't think it's your typical uh, IPA. I don't think or what we are used to as IPAs. Yeah. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit alcoholic. It's a bit chemically as well. It tastes a tiny bit generic, like which yeah. I didn't expect it to from the first taste. Like while I was sucking up all the, the froth in my mouth as it was going everywhere, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is good. Um, but I think... See, stick your nose in that glass for me. That smell is really good. So for me, I really like the hops. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea of it, but I think it's that malts underneath it. Just for me, they're not really supporting it enough. Mm -hmm. I'm finding it a little bit lacking in, in body and stuff that should support those hops. And a little lacking in... Maybe that alcohol comes through because of that. Really bitter though, like in a good way. Like that part, I do like. I think it's very yeah, challenging. But I, I want, I want a little bit of 
a little bit more sweetness, a little bit to balance it. Mm. And I'm just finding is that lacking. Is an English IPA meant to be a little yeah, bit sweeter? Not, is it, not is massively, it? but you should have some... From those malts, you need just enough to, to balance it. And for me, you've... It's really lacking. I, it, and it feels like it's gone. As soon as I've finished the, the mouthful, I've got the hops still there, but I haven't got anything else. Do you remember in that, um, in that mild one we had? The, or the mild style one where we had the metallic as well? Yeah. It's a little bit of that there too. Just on the, I just find like on the aftertaste after it settles down a little bit, you get this little bit of like a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a confusing beer. That. It's a very confusing beer. Um, yeah, it's got a very kind of. I feel that's that hops, that very astringent, dry mm. kind of finish to it. Mm. You got, like I, it. There are some bits I really like and some bits that I really don't. I, I, I think I can forgive it for the other stuff, for how much I like. Complexity of the bitterness. And I really do like that. Um, I think as an English IPA, that is what I expect from an English IPA. I don't expect it to be sweet at all. I expect it to have a lot more bitter to it. Um, I expect it to have balanced, interesting hops, but the hops not to be crazy American hops. No. Nope. Um, and I think it does all of those things. Like we, we, we slammed the, uh, the Bock yeah, yeah. for not living up to his brief. And actually, I think that this has lived up to what it says it's going to be. Now, whether you like it or dislike it is another part of it, but I kind of respect it a little bit because it is what I expect it to be. Um, and I, when I saw the bottle, I didn't. I feel like, I think they really should be applauded for having done something that is not generic, middle-of-the-road, easy supermarket fodder. This is a genuinely flavoursome beer. I wonder how it fares in the supermarkets, because I, I dare say this, but with this bottling, it has to appear in there. Um, I wonder how many people go back to it because I, I, I think this is a cro- this is like one of those crossover beers between it's got a little bit of the generic in there for me but it's got enough of the complexity to keep the geek happy but actually sometimes when you try to please both groups you please nobody mm. um, and um, I, 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 I think it's good to see English IPAs we don't we haven't seen one or two yeah the Durham one was awesome and I, it's always nice to see English hops being used for IPAs is not something we see very often. Yeah, and English hops are really interesting too. Like I kind of get a bit annoyed when I, you talk. Like I've spoken to some micro brewers and I talk to some kind of beer geeks, and everybody's about Simcoe and about Cascade, and I'm like, well, you know, like it's all about the American hops yeah. or New Zealand hops, and and actually we've got some interesting stuff going on here. And we've definitely yeah. seen a bit of a, a swing back round to it. Yeah. So there's a number of uh, experimental. British hops that are now being grown, which would be really interesting to see how they come up. Things like Brambling Cross appeared, only really kind of caught on more recently. There's more stuff starting to develop, which mm-hmm. is, is really interesting. Good to see. So time for our bottle top rating. Um, are you ready or do you want me to go first? Or Go first. Okay. Well, I looked at the bottle initially and I thought I wasn't going to like it. I tasted it to start off with and I thought I really like it. The more I've thought about it, I've probably knocked a couple of points off from, from what, where I thought it was. If I saw it on draft, I would definitely buy one. It would definitely make me look at Cheddar Ale's other beers, purely and not because of their label, <laughs> yeah, but because I kind of quite like the beer. I yeah. think I think they've done something unusual, and I like unusual. Um, so for the very fact it's unusual, they fit brief, I'm going to give it seven. So I think it's a good seven. beer. I like it. I've got, I kind of find myself in a definitely similar kind of territory. There are elements of this that... I really like, but it doesn't feel 
like it's really well executed for me. It's more like a great idea with some really good elements, but they just haven't managed to kind of round it all off and bring it all together with quite the, the kind of finesse that we would hope for. Mm -hmm. So I'm maybe not as positive as you. I'm not sure I'd want to go and have more, but interesting, good beer. I'm going to go six and a half. I think it'd be another one of those beers that would be interesting to try and draft. I think it mm. was one that I think may be improved by being cask or kegged. Um, Absolutely. And, as opposed to... Because like, for me, a lot of it is that, that mouthfeel, that malt thing. Yeah. We know that can make a big difference. And that, that carbonation again. Yes. Yeah, it I, didn't get off to the best of starts with us, did it? So, But no, it's good. Right, I think we're nearly there. We are. So I think all that's left to do is... Done.